Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Live from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. C, senor. Uh, it's a dimly lit room, deeper than the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And uh, on Friday, we're under the tutelage of our general manager. So many great choices. I think today we've got to go with gasoline-powered cars. Banned by the state of Cal Unicornia. Now, well, good luck with that. I, uh, <laughs> I know. I have my thoughts. Um, welcome to Friday. How you doing? You excited about the weekend, huh? Crank up that music, Michael. It's a party. It's Friday. It's a party, don't you know? It's a party. Uh, do you remember that story I had yesterday about the guy in one day who tested positive for COVID, monkeypox, and HIV in one day? <laughs> I do. I think I, might have some, I think I might have something similar going. I'm waiting for a test to come back here in a few minutes. Oh, big finish here, Michael. Wow, the triple scoop. Congratulations. I don't know about the that. The trifecta. Um, I, uh, I'm i broadcasting from home. I don't know. I got COVID symptoms. I don't know. But uh, this part I do know. Um, last night, I, uh, I laid down. I told the boys I got to lay down for a while, which I don't usually do. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
And then I got up and my son said, Dad, are you okay? You look terrible. And uh, I thought, well, that, that, now that's not normal. It's not normal for the kids to tell me I look terrible. And I woke up feeling quite terrible. And uh, so I took a test. But the first uh, COVID test, home COVID test I took did nothing. Does that mean you're dead? I didn't even get the line. You know, you have to get two lines to right. show that you got the COVID. I didn't get any lines. Yeah, so the first to... line is the, the lifeline, indeed. <laughs> so Jack speaking to us from beyond the grave. So I took another test, and I'm waiting for the results on that one. But mm, and, I, you know, and you know, you don't have to have COVID to be sick, uh, obviously. There are other right. diseases. Now that we're back to, you know, living our lives, uh, well, <laughs> most people are. There is still a subset of Americans, I don't know if it's 10% or 30%, that is acting as if it is June or, or you know, whatever, pick your month, November 2020. And I've, I'm just so sad for those poor, crazy people. But anyway, yeah, we're all living our lives now. So, yeah, who knows? There might be some other bug that's finally come out of the closet and thinking, finally, I get to infect some people. Right. Um, and as far as COVID, which is still going around and affecting people, infecting people, I was at multiple back-to-school night celebrations, sorts of things, and indoor rooms with lots of people and all that sort of stuff. Practically nobody masked, which I was both surprised and happy to see, although I ironically may have picked up a bug that way. I don't know. Who knows? But In your communist enclave, yeah. yeah. Dad, you look terrible. What's wrong wow. with you? That's really yeah. a rarity. Yeah, that is a rarity. That your kids would say something like that. Yeah, and I looked in the mirror and I thought, you know, I do look terrible, but I'm not sure I look that much different than usual. But you I do know, look terrible. <laughs> I was I was struck, speaking of that sort of thing, by the contrast yesterday, last evening, when uh, the great Graham POTUS was out pitching the idea that the whole student loan forgiveness thing, which has really roiled the land, I we'll get into right. that more. Yeah, I think it has. Uh, God, but I can't wait for polling on that. So the justification for that, of course, is that we're in a COVID emergency and the poor uh, college kids or former college kids can't possibly be expected to pay back their loans. Uh, Meanwhile, he's holding a giant indoor rally, people shoulder to shoulder on the high school gym floor and up in the stands and and on the uh, riser there on the platform, maskless and shouting and yelling and singing and the rest of it. And, of course, the argument uh, by the Biden administration for ending Prop 42 is that the COVID emergency is over. We don't need to toss people back into Mexico because of the COVID thing anymore. So I had forgotten about that. Again, you know, it's funny. My, uh, I was both being cynical and sincere when I said the explanation is we're bribing a subset of voters before the midterms. I mean, you can indict them by pointing out the laughable inconsistencies, but I think everybody knows it. There's no harm in calling it out. In fact, I think it's good to call it out, but it is unmistakably what's going on. Yeah. Will it work? The 90% of young people who didn't want Biden to run for president, is this going to make any difference in uh, their views? Is this going to motivate them to get to the polls for the November election? Well, if it were to go through maybe in some tiny portion, yeah. But uh, the more I read, the more I think this is going to get hung up in the courts in a serious way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was talking to my daughter, uh, little uh, Delaney, my youngest, and she was like, man, I'm conflicted about this because it's terrible policy, but I kind of like getting the money. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Or getting the debt relief. I've been in that situation before. I said, honey, if this goes through, take it. She said, whoa, 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 what do you mean if this goes through? I said, oh, there's, there, there are judges, there are lawyers, there are court hearings. Uh, it's not going to be smooth. 
She's like, ah, dang it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that's uh, I've had conflicts like that as a Californian. Um, Trump made it so that blue states with high taxes don't get to deduct that and stick the rest of the country with the bill, which mm-hmm. I think is a fabulous policy, but really, really cost me a lot of money. So, <laughs> <laughs> right, I don't know how that works? Yeah, ouchy. Uh, I've heard it suggested that this will go to the Supreme Court. Uh, it's also worth pointing out that this is, by miles and miles, the most expensive executive order in the history of the country. Oh, I hadn't thought about it, but I think that's clearly true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Half a, a $500 billion? Half a it trillion could, dollars? Yeah, it could be a third to a half a trillion. Nobody's quite sure, including the White House, which is stammered in embarrassing fashion over the very question of what this might cost. Well, how about a range? Uh, we don't know. God, and within a week of it, how, how are you not going to have the most cynical populace in our nation's history? Within a week of each other, you had the Inflation Reduction Act that everybody seems to recognize has nothing to do with inflation. Only, what is it, 12% of Americans think it's going to reduce the inflation. Barely 20% of Democrats, even. The Inflation Reduction Act, followed by this inflation emergency bailout, the... the the most the, the the people in America with the most promising futures paid for by the other people with less promising futures. Good Lord. Yeah, to a large extent. But I think the calculation is, uh, I'll better get a care. I'll get credit for trying and I'll paint the Republicans as the meanies who made it stop. Bingo. Yeah, the Republicans have to take uh, some part of government back to stop big legislation from going through can't do much about the executive orders if you don't have the white house no no indeed Uh, i'm wondering in this race to the bottom with executive orders though and stuff like that where where we're going to go with the next president i mean because it just keeps getting more outlandish and more outlandish i think it's approaching like a a seven-year-old on vacation saying i want 37 million zillion scoops of ice cream (laughs) And the Supreme Court will say, you can't have that much ice cream. I mean, like, in the, it'll take that long. It'll just that be that over and over again. I have an interesting economic number that uh, came out a little bit ago, but we should start the show officially. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, August 26th, the year 2022, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right. I spent hours filling out the forms. Let's start officially according to FCC rules and regulations. The show begins at Mark. This is about the president of the United States bringing the full force of our government to help working people. These are people who are disproportionately working people. They are mamas and daddies. I I was on the elliptical watching uh, What's-Its-Face with Jake Tapper yesterday as he was interviewing Elizabeth Warren, and to my chagrin, just letting her spout her nonsense without challenging it. Jake, come on! Um, and, and, and it filled me with such rage. I achieved levels of exertion, not unlike a Navy SEAL, a quarter my age. Of course, a quarter my age would be a child. A third of my age! Oh, my God, that interview was galling. Oh, yeah. So uh, the breaking economic news, U.S. households slowed their spending in July as they confronted historically high inflation and rising interest costs. Part of it is uh, where we're driving a lot less and uh, we are cutting back on our spending um, because unless you're an idiot, 
that seems like a good idea. Yeah, it just seems uh, smart to be cautious these days, for yeah. sure. It's inflation stays high, so. Yeah. Um, uh, and when when is when is the affidavit coming out? I went to bed fevered with and red faced with my kids worried about me with the news that uh, the the judge had said it was going to come out today. Yeah, that's right. I can't remember if it's noon Eastern or something like that. I don't recall. Yeah. It's, but it's going to be so heavily redacted, it will satisfy no one. I, the, that is my prediction. The deadline was noon Eastern, but they, he could release it at any point. So it hasn't come out yet, obviously, or we would all be seeing the headlines. But you think it's going to be so redacted there's very little information in there? Yeah. Then, then what's the point of this exercise? Transparency? Hard to say. <laughs> hard to say. <laughs> well, it's an effort at transparency. I, honestly, it has to be redacted heavily just because of the, the law. On grand jury procedures, you can't endanger witnesses. You can't disclose your investigative plans. It's uh, it's it's doomed, as I've predicted from the beginning, to satisfy no one. Yeah. Okay. Fantastic. Which is kind of, <laughs> if all my ex-girlfriends got together, they'd say, hey, wait, you're talking about yourself. Doomed to satisfy no one. Wow. The self-deprecation. That is what it is. <laughs> I give a good shoulder rub, so they seem to look past it. <laughs> I'm polite. I smell nice. <laughs> exactly. I'm clean. Um, <laughs> uh, let's start the show officially. Or we started the show officially. That's uh, Let's uh, move on. But uh, how is Mailbag going to look today? Oh, it's very nice. Plus, we have clips of the week in seconds. What? A fond yes. look back? Wow, that's yes. very exciting. All that on the way. Text line 415-295-KFTC. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Got a freedom-loving quote of the day that George W. Bush really should have uh, read before he made several moves. Uh, Mailbags outstanding, people letting off steam like crazy, and making some really excellent points on the news of the day. But before we get to that, this, let's take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. We'll forgive $10,000 in outstanding federal student loans. There's plenty of deficit reduction to pay for the programs, cumulative deficit reduction to pay for the programs many times over. You're going to have working class people who didn't go to college paying for uh, loans for people who make six figures? Pouring roughly half trillion dollars of gasoline on the inflationary fire that is already burning is reckless. Do I want more? You bet I do. Then we're doomed. Then I i know we say this all the time. Well, and it's we hyperbolic. are. We're doomed. Then, we're then, screwed and doomed. We're screwed. But today we really prove that socialism wins. <laughs> Neopronouns are not that new of a thing. We just came up with new words that fit us better. Pronouns that I use are they, them, she, her, and clown, clown self. As white teachers... When we say, oh, this student's giving me issues and they're put out of class, that fuels that school-to-prison pipeline, which is a white supremacist system that we are upholding. What's the capital of the United States? Um, the, um, there's a capital? Fauci is planning a December departure. Do you regret the sweeping shutdown? No, I, I, I don't. 
Not since the orange man seized the White House in a Russian coup have more 46-year-old Cornell-educated lawyers with weak husbands wept shamelessly in public. Uh, fighter aircraft remain on the table, just no final decisions uh, have been made about that. You look at domains, you look at from a military perspective, a land, uh, air, sea, cyber, and uh, let's say communication propaganda. Not a single one of those domains does Russia control. Then I did a 360 degree assessment of the vehicle. During that, I discovered there were human remains inside. Get yourself together because we're going to show respect. Get yourself together because you're doing violence. Who can smell me since I've been in here? Because I haven't showered in four days. You regulate our cars, food, and how we relate, but refuse to regulate the harmful real estate. Oh, wow. That's quite that a week. Was, that was quite a cow. Put a Who is ribbon it? around its neck. Who was uh, that uh, cheering socialism with the crowd yaying? That's a uh, New York state legislator who won her contest. Uh, we have that story in her full clip and everything. She's an wow. out and proud socialist. I remember, you know, the, the line from the left was uh, Republicans uh, na- calling names. I mean, calling Democrats socialists. And <laughs> well, now at least they're, they're admitting it. You know, I appreciate it. And the fabulous Mike Hansen, executive producer with the able assistance of Michelangelo, puts together cow every week, and it's fantastic. I appreciated very much the juxtaposition position that means sticking them next to each other of uh the woke teacher talking about not disciplining students because that's uh part of the prison uh, school to prison pipeline and that's a white supremacist thing juxtaposing that with one of the freaking ignoramuses who don't even know if there is a capital of the united states much less where it is i, th- I think those two stories are related right if you smell what i'm cooking that was not an optimistic cow no, it, well, that cow was highly pessimistic. Here's your freedom love and quote. Definitely my new band, Pessimistic Cow. That's good. Emil Lahoud, who was the uh, president of Lebanon and a, a leading thinker and politician in that troubled land, said, Democracy, good governance, and modernity cannot be imported or imposed from an outside country. Mm, yeah. That's a good point. Speaking of troubled lands, I thought this one was really good, too. Uh, ironic, but honest. Oh, we only have a minute left. We'll have no time for mailbag. It's a tragedy. Uh, uh, Erdogan, the president of Turkey, who's act- actually a dictator, he once said, democracy is like a streetcar. When you come to your stop, you get off. What? Great illustration and remarkable candor. Uh, that's the way the Islamic world has handled it for a long time. You install a democracy, and when they vote for Islamist dictators, bingo, there you are. That's your stop. You get off, and you have an Islamic dictatorship. Wow, that's interesting. Um, we should do mailbag uh, coming up. We do need to talk about the end of the electric car, or at least California's hastening of it. The gasoline car? Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, the gasoline car. The electric car is what they think we're all going to be driving, but, man, we ain't ready. Plus, we got to reset all that woke pronoun stuff that we did yesterday. If you can't stay tuned for the next segment, just grab the podcast later. Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. We reduce oil imports, and so that saves both money as well as energy security issues. It you know resolves all the energy security issues that go along with that as well. That is some geek from the University of California, Davis. Why does he have to be a geek? Well, he has a name, Daniel Sperling, apparently talking about how lovely and wonderful it is that California is burning. The evil gasoline-powered cars. The infamous internal combustion engine as of 2035. So that was the big headline all day long. As a national story, California will be the first state in the country to do away with the combustible engine car. New cars. No new cars can be sold starting in 2035. You can keep driving your old one until it dies. Or you can buy a used one, I guess. But you can't. there won't be any new ones. And they're hoping that just... As things wear out, they'll all be gone. Right, exactly. Attrition, as they call it. Uh, starting in 2026, it's going to be the heyday of mechanics for gas-powered cars, because I know I will 
Uh, if this actually happens, I would buy a uh, maybe the newest gas-powered truck I could get and plan on driving it the rest of my life. Ah, yes, yes, in the year 2034. Yeah. Go ahead and, and, and buy a big old truck. Anyway, uh, starting in the year 2026, which is more or less right around the corner, uh, 35% of all new cars an auto manufacturer sells to Cal Unicornia dealerships would need to be either zero emission, plug-in hydrid or, uh, hybrid, or hydrogen-powered. Well, I hadn't even so heard this More than a third within four years. What is? Can somebody look up? I should have. It didn't dawn on me. What percentage of car? Well, no, because it's it's zero emission plug-in hybrid or hydrogen powered. So uh, it's got to be single digits, though, right? I got a friend who's got even. I've got a friend who's got one of the popular uh, plug-in hybrid. I guess that's what you call it, the Chevy Volt, which was very popular. We did lots of ads mm-hmm. for them. Or was um, that is that full electric or is that hybrid? This one, the the, the there's the. There's the Volt, and the, there's two different ones. Which is one? Anyway, the one that this person has is you plug it in, and you can drive around for 50 miles on electric, and then it switches over to gas. So that's uh-huh. a hybrid? Yeah, 50 which, miles. Which, that actually yeah. sounds doable if it's... I think this came up on the show the other day. It seems to me the path forward for electric cars is the typical two-family car. You have one that's electric or hybrid or something, and that's where you drop the kids off at school and go to the grocery store and all that different stuff, you know, within 50 miles or 70 or whatever the range is on the darn thing, and uh, you you never go over that. And then you have another car for whenever you go on a trip or go further or anything like that, and I I think that's doable. But the idea that we're all going to switch over to electric cars as a guy who's been driving an electric car now for about a year, we ain't, we're so far away from that, from that being doable. Well, the, the problems are many. I mean, just to address that little, uh, the uh, whatever car that was, the, 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 whether the Volt or what have you, I mean, that actually makes sense in the current day. You tool around town on electric, sure. but if yeah. you're going to see Granny down in uh, wherever uh, that's uh, six hours away, well, then the gas engine kicks in, and so you don't have to stop for an hour to recharge as your kids sit there bored. Um, and, you know, granted that that gas engine's probably got the power of two squirrels on a treadmill, but, um, you know, whatever. Uh, but, yeah, full electric. Okay, all right, well, let's start there. So you're going to see Grandma, or you're going on a business trip or a vacation or whatever. Even if you have a great electric car, which is very expensive these days, compared to a gasoline-powered car, you're going to have to stop every few hours to recharge for an extended period if you can find a charging station. And the number of charging stations is nowhere near sufficient for the numbers they're talking about And they're filling up fast for the Teslas. I can attest to that. The electric grid crashes semi-regularly, or they have to do brownouts now with a teeny tiny percentage of cars being electric cars, even in Cal Unicornia. So the idea that we'll go from, you know, and these, I'm just throwing out these numbers, but, you know, we'll go from 30,000 electric cars to 3.5 million electric cars in the space of five years, and the grid will support it and we'll have adequate charging stations. Really? Well, this is why Cal Unicornia is the place realism goes to die. I just, I've heard vague statements about how we'll, we'll improve the infrastructure, but uh, wow. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a, a cluster blank. Yeah. And if you didn't hear me talk about it a couple of weeks ago, I drove my Tesla on an extended trip to Los Angeles. So it was about a six hour drive 
five, six-hour drive. It should have been a five- or six-hour drive in a normal car. And I've got the most advanced electric car on planet Earth and uh, with the longest range. And uh, it was awful. I mean, it took so much longer than driving an electric car. It just did. I didn't want it to be that way because I've spent a lot of money on this car. Uh, but it, driving to L.A. and back was horrible. Yeah. And and as I said, if I had to do it again, I would take my ele- my gas-powered car. It's just so much faster. Worth pointing out that California holds the distinction as the only state that can regulate cars because of a provision in the Clean Air Act that allows it to seek a waiver from federal rules. Other states can follow California's more st- stringent standards, including the zero-emission targets, uh, if they want. Well, there's just there's also not the want for this for a lot of people. So half of all electric cars, which is a tiny number, tiny number, like 2% of cars sold are electric cars in the, in the nation, and half of those are sold in California. So there is a demand in, you know, the uh, environmentally conscious, conscious uh, California. But there are so many states and so many parts of the country that have no interest in this whatsoever. How would how are you ever going to shove those down those people's throats? How different than that is the way that the regular gas car that we all been driving for a hundred years came to be. I'm sure people couldn't wait until they got their first car and how much it was going to change their lives for the better uh, back in the day, as opposed to this product, which you are going to have to force on people against their will. They're going to be resentful and and disappointed and and pointing out all the shortcomings, all the sacrifices they're now making from what they had before that they were perfectly happy with. Sure, sure. And I'll grant you California has every desire to lower emissions and pollution. There's still too much pollution in California, though, although it's oh so much better than the 70s, for instance. I mean, world's better. But, you know, in at the very last chunk of this article in the Communist L.A. Times, they get to uh, the president of the California New Car Dealers Association, which he, and he points out very gently some challenges uh, they point out uh, the affordability of electric cars. Average new car is forty-five grand. Average uh, new electric car is sixty-six grand. That's half again more. Woof. Also, people, well, and they don't even get to charging stations. Right. They don't get to the electric grid. The Los Angeles Times, formerly one of the great newspapers in the United States, didn't even occur to them. To toss in a sentence or two about the utter inability of the current infrastructure to to handle this sort of increase. Right. So I tried to make this long drive in a Tesla, which has the best infrastructure for charging electric cars by far of anything in the world. By far. I mean, nothing else is even close. And uh, it was still a pain in the ass to make that trip. If, if I had a regular electric car, I'd like to hear from some textures that you start stop at those regular stations that charge much slower and you have a much lower range. What, what would that be like? And uh, the Tesla stations are filling up. It's now where it's regularly full and you got to wait in line. It wasn't that way a year ago. And if you have a whole bunch of cars charging at the same time, it slows way down because everybody's drawing off the same electricity. It oh slows gosh, the charging yeah. speed way down. And so uh, we're just we're just not close to being there yet. Right. It's. Uh, I think we will be. That's my uh, my gripe, is that this is, as usual, utterly unrealistic. Some of it will be taken care of by, well, you've artificially, well, governmentally 
change the demand structure. So you will see manufacturers uh, make less expensive electric cars for the California market because sure. there will be a market there. So, you know, if I'm going to put on my fairness hat, that will get worked out at least to some extent. But as the new Car Dealers Association pointed out, uh, what about the su- stability of the supply chain, including skyrocketing demand for raw materials, upon which we uh, depend upon China for uh, lithium and, and a dozen other metals? Uh, da, 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 da. And again, they don't even get to infrastructure, which is just hilarious. A couple of interesting statistics for you. California is home to what percentage of all electrical vehicles sold nationwide, including hybrids. Uh, including hybrids, I don't know. I know uh, I know it was half for electric, straight-out electric cars, but I don't know about this. You get full credit. Ding! Full credit for Mr. Armstrong. 43% of all electrical vehicles, electric vehicles sold nationwide. Including hybrids. Wow. 43%. Last year... Hybrids are mostly a gesture. I mean, it depends on what your driving habits are. But it's mostly a gesture to say I care and I want to be electric. But yeah, you're going to you're going to take two errands, use up the electricity in your car, and be on the gas motor the rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. In 2021, about 12 percent of new vehicle sales were zero emission or plug-in hybrids in California. So it's gotten up to just a little over 10 percent in the state that. I mean, by thousands of miles, leads every other state in terms of electric cars. And we're going to push that to, uh, what, what did I say? Is it a third in 2026, a little more than a third in 2026, and all of them within 13 years, all new cars sale. I also, don't, I also don't think the green crowd recognizes how much most of the population, I think, hates the idea of electric cars. I mean hates it like over my dead body i'll drive an electric car well what's going to come next though is uh gavi newsom or whatever lunkhead single party state jackass gets the job next um they'll announce well of course uh, to reach this uh, holy goal this admirable goal this wonderful goal of 100 percent electric cars we're going to need to increase the uh, electric grid capacity by 50 percent which will uh, require uh, the rich paying their fair share when will they pay their fair share and you'll see taxes go up further in cal unicornia Practically guaranteed. And how much further do we go on terms of uh, giving incentives to people to buy these things? Other taxpayers' money. <clears throat> Person, uh, friend of mine who bought the Chevy Volt, the deal they got on that thing with all the federal and state handouts from other taxpayers to try to convince them to buy the you know the hybrid car. It's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think enough people realize how much of your tax money is going to convince other people to get in a you know a, a half-assed hybrid car. <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes I wonder whether uh, the the uh, Cal Unicornians who who drive this stuff are are just negotiating. I mean, they don't actually think this will happen, but they pass laws because uh-huh. laws are just kind of suggestions in California. I mean, you look at the laws against uh, crime, for instance, robberies and strong and uh, smashing grabs and and breaking into cars and stuff. It's just a suggestion. You can go ahead and commit crimes in California if you want. So I wonder if they're saying hundred percent of all sales by twenty thirty. Who's with me? Or to whatever year it is. Yeah, twenty thirty. Um, and thinking, well, if we get to twenty five percent, that's fine. 
Because, again, they don't mean it. Laws aren't laws in California. I how much how much emissions bad emissions does the modern car put out anyway if you got if you got a you know a car that's getting 30 miles per gallon and it's got all the modern stuff on it how polluting is that anyway not very not very yeah, at all but right. the problem is you got you know 40 million people or whatever it is in a lot of valleys that tend to hold stuff in in California so it's a, it is a special case geographically Nebraska does not have the same emissions problems as California even if they had the same uh, population right um, anyway, and all the on the, all the headlines yesterday were: Is it the end of the combustion combustion engine? Not anytime soon. No, no, dreaming, dreaming, dreamers. So the whole uh, you got to know my pronouns and use them thing is uh, was silly to begin with, and it's getting downright ridiculous. We will illustrate in moments. Stay with us. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. The Armstrong and Getty Show. God dang it, we're living through weird times. <laughs> As you're about to hear. 
Yes, we are. The whole pronoun thing, which has been ridiculous on its face to begin with and represents an incredibly obscure academic thing called queer theory, which the the extremists have managed to get into the semi-mainstream, the here are my pronouns thing, everybody announces them. Uh, It's an effort to push you toward that extreme theory, but we have some recent examples of Young women, which is not a coincidence, all explaining their pronouns. Let's start with 15, Michael. Oh, by the way, this gal is dabbing her piercings with hydrogen peroxide as she speaks. Then I have they, them. And that's just me being like, you can use that. I'm okay with that. Like, pop off. It's, like, not my favorite, but go for it. I don't care. Zer, I'm fine with. Like, it's okay. I think it's better than they, them. But it's it's kind of like the same thing. God is me validating my agenderness because I don't view myself as a god. I'm an atheist. I don't believe in gods. Um, but I just like the, um, not feeling, but how it's perceived with me. So God, the reason why I use it is because as an agender person, I don't have a gender. Um, so it's like I'm existing and I'm not existing at the same time. God, right? I am a being and I'm not a being at the same time. Like, God. So, that's why people can get offended. That's fine. But nothing else validates my agenderness like that pronoun. Agenderness. Uh, my favorite so part of that they, one. They, them, zer, or God. My favorite part of that particular one is the beginning when she says, and I don't understand everything she's saying there, but she says something like, I don't care. You know, do whatever. It doesn't matter to me. She's got that. She's going with the, I'm very independent. I don't care what other people think. Then, then doing a couple of minutes on the very particular, very intricate way that you need to address her. She's got polka dot hair, too, which is a fun look. How do you get polka dot hair? Anyway, uh, that one was a little complicated. Let's try the girl with the purple hair. Buckle up, everybody. It's time to talk about my pronouns. I use the pronoun set nee, nem, near. Nee, nem, near. Um, and it's a gender-neutral pronoun set. It's a neo-pronoun. The word neo-pronoun makes it sound like it's not been around for very long. My specific pronouns have been around for over 100 years. Um, neo-pronouns are not that new of a thing. We just came up with new words that fit us better. It's fine. An example of how to use them would be the sentence, Nee went to the market with near friends who love them. Nee went to the market with near friends who love them. So that is Nem over there. Uh, this is near room. Uh, I really, I really liked Nem. He was nice. Not all non-binary people like neo-pronouns. Not all non-binary people use neo-pronouns. It's just personal to me. See, when I, I was her age, I had a couple of jobs. Knee is drowning in the narcissism of small distinctions. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's try. Oh, this one's just too good. Now, listen carefully what uh, her pronouns are. Uh, fire away, Michael. My pronouns are a little bit too complicated to fit in my bio so i was just going to leave them out but i've decided to make a video about it pronouns that i use are they them she her and clown clown self i prefer a mixture of those um but i do know that some people have a really hard time mixing different pronouns together and if that is something you really struggle with 
I would prefer that you not exclusively use she, her. If you're only going to use one pronoun set for me, use they, them, or clown, clown self. I don't want to be called she, her alone. However, I really prefer a mixture of all three. And please do not use he, him pronouns for me ever. I don't like them. They make me dysphoric. Thank you. Clown and clown self, as Ben Shapiro tweeted, finally, a pronoun request I'd be happy to honor. These people actually have time to sit around and discuss these things and think about them and all that? Yeah. And, you know, I appreciated your your, your line that at her job, you had, at her age, you had two jobs, likewise. Um, that's part of it. I also think it's notable that all three of them were confused young women which is a bit of a uh, tsunami these days, bit of an epidemic, trying desperately to be someone special by making these incredibly elaborate demands as to how we refer to them. It's damned interesting. Text line 415-295-KFTC. You can find any hour on podcast form at Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 